gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. This is uh, Dave Taylor hanging out with you. And uh, we just uh, wrapped up uh, WrestleMania. Uh, in- incredible. Um, great show all along. Uh, a lot of fun with this, the uh, Sunday version of WrestleMania in the books. And uh, I-, I tell you what, uh, I'm just doing some sharing and some social apps right now. So give me like 10 seconds here. Uh, but uh, what a uh, great show it was. What a weekend. And if you watched it, uh, please uh, please uh, chime along here and love to uh, get your uh, feedback on tonight's show. Again, my name is Dave Taylor and uh, host of the Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM99 and 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. And you can find us at FM99.com or 1069thefox.com under the media tab. And you can find us there on the website. Uh, if you would listen to a podcast, you can also uh, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts on the podcast apps, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. And I appreciate y'all checking in. If you're there, let me know you're there. Uh, Philip's there. Hey, Philip, thanks for checking in. Uh, Michael's there as well. Uh, Alicia checking in too. And, uh, you know, if uh, if you missed part of the show, it was, uh, it was quite the show tonight. And uh, if you're following us on Facebook or Twitter, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe or uh, follow us so you get notifications of when we are live. And that way uh, you can interact with us and just make sure you get the uh, notifications uh, going on there. So uh, quite the uh, fun show tonight. And uh, we'll go right into it with the, uh, the beginning of the show. Triple H comes out and puts his boots in the ring. Uh, and that was just something that... Um, you know, I made a joke post on the uh, on the page that they came out, cut a 20-minute promo, and buried the roster. That was uh, not the case. And uh, but he came out and uh, he left his uh, boots in the ring, uh, and that is it for Triple H. And um, you know there was uh, you know nice sentimental way to kick off the show. Obviously, Triple H has been a big part of WrestleMania for many years, but if we learned the last couple of weeks, he will not be wrestling again. So we uh, kick off the uh, show with uh, the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match and the Triple Threat match. RK Bro, the Street Profits, Alpha Academy. What a fun match this was. And uh, I, I tell you what, you know, you, you think you've seen everything you have with the RKO, but with uh, Riddle uh, doing that, um, was it was it Dawkins uh, he did the RKO to coming off the uh, top rope uh, was just an uh, incredible uh, fun moment. And then... Uh, Randy Orton doing the uh, the RKO uh, to uh, to win a match there on uh, I almost said Jason Jordan but that would be uh, Chad Gable he did the RKO on but a, a very fun start to the match and uh, yeah it was it was uh, it was Ford that they did on thank you Michael I was trying to remember who did that but uh, a, a fun match and uh, <laughs> uh, better than expected I felt I thought this was going to be a good match I'm happy the RK Bro won. I'm also happy they didn't break up. You know, at some point that's uh, probably going to happen. Uh, but um, let's enjoy that. And then after the match, uh, and, you know, I kind of wondered because uh, they mentioned that uh, he was there again, uh, was the Olympic athlete uh, making his debut. Stephanie introduced him last night. Uh, and then uh, Stevens, um, Stevenson being a part of the uh, post-match when, uh, you know, they brought the uh, red cups out, the uh, street props and all that to kind of toast to it. But uh, Gable Stevenson, yeah, definitely needs a mouthpiece, as uh, Michael said. I don't know if it's just nerves, Michael, 
in that situation or what. Um, but you know, if if he could do what he could do, he he may not need a mouthpiece and doesn't need to say a whole heck of a lot, or maybe he's going to go to promo school. But uh, but a heck of a move there on uh, Chad Gable. And uh, so he made his debut. You know, kind of wondering when this guy was going to show up. I'm assuming he's been training uh, for a while now. And now, now he's there and uh, quite the uh, debut. But a great start uh, to WrestleMania. Like the match. And I thought, like, okay, cool. Good. You know, got the momentum from last night because WWE is all about m- momentum. And here we are with the uh, great start with the uh, tag team match and stuff. But uh, we, we will see. Um, you know, that was like uh, Michael said, yeah, he, he has angles potential and he does have some strength. Uh, the dude is big. Uh, he is definitely on the heavyweight side. And, uh, you know, I, if he could be another angle or, or maybe even, you know, what I would be kind of cool if you want to talk about a mouthpiece, a mouthpiece would be Chad Gable for him. Um, cause they had the interaction there and they both got the uh, same kind of background and stuff, but, uh, just an incredible match, fun match of the blockbuster by Ford, as Michael said, uh, just some really cool spots in that match and a great way to kick off mania. And again, winners and still tag team champions. That would be RK bro. Now the next match, uh, kind of surprised me, not the placement. Cause I figured this is where they're going to stick it, but, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omas was uh, better. Uh, than it had any right to be. Um, not, it was not like no five-star match or no four-star match. Um, but they told a story. You know, that's what you want sometimes. You know, people complain, ah, wrestling's too predictable. This person was going to win. But if you give me the, uh, you know, a good story in this match, and that's what this match had. And um, <laughs> to see, uh, you know, there was one slight botch in the beginning of this match. I think when Bobby didn't move out of the way in time for Omos, Omos went for the same spot again just to set up the next segment. Because I don't think they have the wherewithal down to get to the next spot. But for Bobby to pick up Omas, give him a suplex, and then give him the uh, spears and everything else to put Omas away. Uh, and for Omas to lose uh, cleanly, uh, <laughs> um, you know, pretty much tells you right there that I think the push is over. I think they realize what well, we got out uh, about as much as we can, or maybe he just needs to be in the tag team. Uh, Michael's calling him the uh, 2020s great Kali. Omas is just a tree trunk. I've seen Kali wrestle a couple of times. Uh, in fact, WrestleMania 23, when he fought Kane in Detroit at uh, that WrestleMania, you know, Kane did the uh, body slam almost kind of like in the same style that Hogan uh, slammed Andre in Detroit many years earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, not a great wrestler. But, you know, maybe he's just one of those guys, you know, you can't use him in limited action or. Uh, you know, he's a tag team. Well, they already did the tag team thing with him, but maybe they keep him there. I don't know. But uh, between asking if he could really consider that a push. Well, he, uh, I mean, for a while, he's crushing everybody. I mean, the Viking Raiders, uh, uh, at times the Street Profits, uh, Apollo Crews, and a few other people. But uh, but uh, Michael is saying, yeah, this is his peak. He doesn't really have anything else to offer. <laughs> Being the great wood. Well, We'll see. I mean, maybe he's just one of those guys that, um, you know, there's a tag team and he kind of, kind of comes the, uh, you know, the third part of that tag team. He's just on the outside interfering and then occasionally maybe he's a six man tag and he, and he takes part of that. We'll see, but this is what they gave up uh, Braun Strowman for. So uh, we'll see at some point where uh, this is probably the beginning of, of uh, the down part. So unless they could find something else for him. All right. The next match of the night and anything goes match. 
Uh, the things that happened in this match between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn was some of the most um, ridiculous things I think you ever see in the match. Sometimes it got a little slow, um, but the spots is set up for, uh, I, I guess the payoff was there. You, you had a lot of the guys from the Jackass crew showing up. You had Wee Man, uh, which probably I think that's the most hair I've seen on Wee Man ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the other guys from Jackass being there. And uh, including uh, what uh, Michael Cole referred to as a uh, median, uh, median uh, 2.0. Uh, Philip thought the uh, the match was great. I felt I figured the whole Jackass crew would be there, uh, being an anything goes match. You know, I figured, uh, you know, they'd all show up, which was weird because when you know they had the guys on the outside, uh, I was like, well, Wee Man's got to be there somewhere. And of course, he was underneath the ring. You had the uh, the uh, mouse traps and stuff, and. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's times I thought it was cool. And there's other times where I, where I kind of thought it was, uh, you know, this is like the plunder. This is the, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? The outlaw uh, BS uh, that, you know, uh, outlaw mud show. That's what I'm looking for that uh, Jim Cornette uh, calls this stuff. I will say this. Uh, after this kind of match, I do not need to see another. Uh, uh, and Paul says, yes, the match should go way too long. I agree with you there. I, I don't need to see another kind of match. Of this kind, can we can we step away for a little bit from the hardcore matches? This is for AEW too. I don't need to see the plunder. I don't need to see people going through tables. Or everything else. This to me was like the peak of like we just jumped the shark in these kind of matches here. I mean, it was you know what's what's just stop with this right now. It was just you know we knew what this was going to be. It was going to be a train wreck, and I think we even got even more than that. And uh, Michael, not a fan of the match, he says he almost uh, turned it on. Uh, it was just. Uh, you know, uh, Chuck saying uh, Johnny tried his best. You can tell he respects the business. Yeah, you know, you can see that from, you know, from the beginning of that. And, and that is really cool when the celebrity comes in. And I think that probably helped, you know, get to this point with this match. Um, yeah, you know, so kudos to WWE for finding celebrities who really want to be a part of this. And with, uh, you know, Paul Logan yesterday, uh, Bad Bunny doing a tremendous job. You know, you got to assume that, uh, I don't know if we're going to see Paul Logan again, uh, or Logan Paul, I should say, sorry, uh, anytime soon. But, um, you know, rumble appearance, so somebody could beat him up, everything else. But, uh, but uh, yeah, what a great way to uh, get uh, Johnny Knoxville and the crew involved. Uh, Sammy Zane, the perfect guy for that. Um, Sammy, it, it just works off so well with him doing that. Uh, the mousetrap thing at the end or whatever else. Um, you know, that was like definitely, uh, you know, it was crazy independent shows with all the stunts, but, uh, you know, and thankfully it wasn't for the intercontinental championship, but Johnny Knoxville wins, uh, in the match that, uh, could have gone shorter. I mean, still was a decent show at this point. Um, uh, you know, we, we did kind of dip a little bit with the uh, next match, which was disappointing, but not by the effort they put in the fatal four way WWE women's tag team championship match, Queens Lita and Carmella defending their championship against Sasha Banks, Naomi. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Italian Shayna Baszler. And uh, no surprise that the Sasha and Naomi won. Uh, he did get a spot, which um, which I'm overseeing too, because you always see this in a multi-person uh, match as the Tower of Doom spots. Now, he did at least up the ante a little bit because you had the double uh, Tower of Doom spots. I think the only problem this match was there's almost like too many wrestlers involved. And it got kind of chaotic, chaotic at times, and he couldn't really – building a uh, great momentum. And I know they kind of uh, teased, uh, um, you know, Sasha and you had, uh, you know, Rhea Ripley in a little bit. It was a physical match, as uh, Phillips says. And, um, 
it was uh, it, it was a lot going on. I mean, and and everybody kind of did some good stuff. Like everybody stepped up. I just felt it was like too cluttered, and that's not the fault of the ladies in this match. That's just the fault of uh, how this match um, was uh, produced. Uh, and then yes, there was a spot in the match which almost didn't make any sense where uh, Shayna was uh, working to live. And uh, and then a few people came in the ring, and then Shayna scared everybody off. Um, and I don't know, Michael, why uh, Rhea Ripley would be scared of Baszler unless this is one of those things where, uh, you know, she's going to come in. It's like, well, you're going to come in. I'm going to hurt your person, you know, your partner even more or whatever else. It was kind of an interesting moment and kind of uncharacteristic for uh, Rhea to do that uh, in that particular spot. And I'm assuming since uh, she didn't win with Liv, um, I, I guess, you know, once the Becky program is done, is she next in line with uh, Bianca Belair? Uh, what's going on there? Uh, Alicia asking about uh, going back to the Johnny Axville match, if you got more brain damage. You know, all the spots, uh, you know, WWE is different nowadays where, you know, uh, the stop sign that they use or the uh, cookie sheet, none of those shots are going to the head. So uh, well protective there. Uh, you know, probably the hardest hit was uh, probably Wee Man getting the boot that night and the bowling ball that went to uh, into the uh, the seven ten split of uh, Sami Zayn and everything else. But yeah, Johnny Knoxville did win that match. Uh, Michael was saying back to the women's match that uh, Carmella was the MVP of that match. You know what? She did a lot in that match. I didn't expect, and that's when that was all like, going on. I thought maybe that uh, Corey Graves was going to get involved because they've been teasing the whole wedding thing and everything else. And, um, you know, I was expecting that uh, maybe, you know, she'd get distracted or whatever else. So they, they didn't continue that angle, but I'm going to assume the team is probably done because they lost. And Petrina's asking, is there going to be uh, these women's uh, still going to be tag team partners afterwards? Probably not Shayna and Natalia. They kind of got thrown together in this situation. Um, you know, possibly Rhea and Liv. If, if Rhea doesn't go after the WWE uh, women's championship on the uh, raw side, um, then that's probably what it's going to be. Uh, and I'm trying to think of other women tag teams out there, but, you know, th there's not right now. I mean, there was only a handful of women that were not in WrestleMania. We didn't get do drop. We didn't see Shotzi Blackheart. Remember her? Where's she been? What's going on with that? Uh, Philip is surprised that Corey didn't get involved in the match. I thought so, too. He was great on commentary, though. Uh, you know, that was kind of fun, especially with his reaction and everything else, but uh, it kind of made it seem that way. Kind of, you know, I know there's been the old, uh, you know, the old, like, Bobby Heaton comparisons and everything else, and he kind of had a little bit of that tonight, uh, particularly in that match. And uh, Rhea, uh, Michael St. Rhea doesn't need a tag team, but it, it did keep her on the card. Yeah, because I, I think she's at a point where, you know, and I think maybe this is going to change, maybe with the, the future. Obviously, they're, they're, you know, she won the title last year. You know, she had the title two years ago, the NXT title. She lost, you know, she beat Asuka last year. Um, so I wonder at some point we're going to say, you know what, we're going to put more faith in you. I, I think it's just, you know, kind of a time thing. But right now, of course, uh, the big push is with Bianca Belair. And uh, they got everything on her. Um, you know, let's, um, you know, she's not going to go to Raw and, and fight or uh, SmackDown and fight Charlotte. So we'll see what the program is. If it's, if, again, she was not going after Bianca, then I'm assuming. It's going to be a tag team match. So the uh, next match was uh, was a heck of a match and uh, the longest match of the night, but uh, deservingly so. And I almost felt like we still didn't get enough time. Was Edge versus AJ Styles? Uh, when AJ Styles came out, by the way, and you probably saw he had like a little cut on his face. Uh, he that was not from the pyro, 
But that was from him coming out of the ring, hitting, I think, the sign got him and stuff. So he was, yeah, because I saw, like, he's bleeding in the match. hasn't even started yet. Uh, but a, a outstanding match. Uh, these guys put on the clinic and everything else, going move for move. Uh, and there's some uh, some great spots in there uh, with, uh, you know, AJ um, just doing a spot I've never seen him do before or anybody do. You know, Bret Hart used to do the uh, turnbuckle move when you get thrown in the corner and hit that turnbuckle really hard and somehow doing that and protecting himself. Well, AJ doing that on the middle turnbuckles night, um, just a, a great spot there. And I don't know if he got hurt during the match or what. Um, and then the, the other part is, and we've heard talk, and I brought this up in the preview show for the uh, for Mania, was that uh, there was talk of an Edge uh, faction that was going to be formed. And um, and we got that at the end of the match. And, Paul, yes, I agree with you. Definitely the best best match of the night, uh, hands down. These guys can go. And I hope there's another rematch in this uh, particular uh, situation. Uh, yeah, Alicia, big AJ Styles fan. Well, sorry, Alicia. Um, AJ Styles didn't win tonight. Because, um, again, talking about the alliance, uh, Damian Priest showed up. This kind of ominous uh, presence on the outside distracted AJ Styles enough for Edge to get the win. And then they kind of stood side by side. And Priest with a slightly different look with the hair. Uh, but I, this is good. This is good. This is what Priest needs right now. Because after losing the title, he did kind of turn heel. Didn't have a match at Mania, but was still involved. So, um, and this will be a good program down the road. I am curious to see. Who else will join this faction? Uh, I'm trying to think of other names. You know, do we get uh, you know Tomasa Ciampa in there? You know, who else do we get in that uh, particular situation? But a great match. Go back and watch it. Uh, outstanding. Um, the next match. I'm not going to say much about this. Uh, I think they rushed to get through it. It lasted a minute forty, and um, it still felt uh, like five minutes long. And I think a big part of it for the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch was the uh, stuff that happened beforehand. Uh, not a great match, but I think they rushed it, and it was almost like, hey, we're sorry you guys didn't get a match on Saturday. So I think they just kind of shortened things and got through it. We'll uh, find out the uh, story uh, in that particular situation. But uh, if, you're, if you're going through the show, you can skip this match. You're not missing anything. The only thing I did like about this match was, uh, was, was Butch just uh, almost to the comedic level, but just being really aggressive. And I, and I kind of like that because I think that that gives him something different for a guy who's going to be a henchman or whatever he's going to be. Um, but uh, I don't want to you know, call it the worst match of the night. Okay, it was. But but just because they didn't have anything to work with, they rushed through it. And probably just to make good for what happened the, uh, the uh, night before. But, uh, again, you can skip that match. Now, the uh, next match, holy cow. Uh, you want to talk, talk about a uh, hot crowd. By the way, uh, Michael saying uh, Dunn looked like a guy who can give Walter a heck of a match for you. He's going to look like a child. He looks so tiny. <laughs> uh, that's the problem with some of the AEW guys. Uh, ask Adam Cole about, uh, you know, how he looks uh, compared to other wrestlers and stuff. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, you had Vince McMahon come out and uh, you bring out Austin Theory. And then you had um, you went, uh, Seven Nation Army playing by, uh, you know, uh, White Stripes. The Dallas Cowboy uh, cheerleaders going on there. And what an entrance for Pat McAfee on this match. And I will say this. Uh, the crowd, you know, good during the uh, Edge AJ Styles match. Uh, it's, it's some of the earlier matches and stuff, especially the uh, tag match. Uh, I figured this was going to be a good match. 
this match was great. Uh, better than any right it had to be. Not that I expected a bad match at all, um, but this was exceeding expectations, uh, and the crowd was on fire, which helped. Uh, Michael Cole's commentary was great for McAfee and Austin Theory, and the spot where uh, Theory was trying to get the superplex on Austin Theory, and he gets pushed off the top rope, but he flips off, lands on his feet, and then runs up, jumps on the top rope. And delivers a superplex, a, a great spot. Uh, he did win with uh, a very devastating move with the uh, the roll up, um, which I, I kind of uh, expected. But uh, Michael's saying uh, McAfee is a gem we don't deserve, and uh, he can go. He he's very talented. He gets it. Uh, you know he's very athletic, uh, and he just um, you know for a guy who hasn't done much in the ring, he's seen it. He's a fan, so he gets that aspect of it. Uh, just really delivered on that, but a good match from him, uh, Austin Theory. Uh, kudos to him. You know, two years ago, he he kind of wrestled uh, in one of the tag team matches at Mania, uh, back when that was they had the you know the COVID going on and no audience and stuff. And I kind of thought like, you know, this guy had a future, and he disappeared. We didn't see him for a while, and he came back, and he's just been absolutely great. Um, you know, the crowd was really hard on him, but uh, I'm expecting uh, you know big things for that guy. At some point down the road, and maybe, maybe he does become a uh, universal, or not universal, but maybe a, a U.S. champion or maybe an IC champion at uh, some point. So you get that match. McAfee wins. And um, again, by the way, if you haven't seen McAfee wrestle before, he only wrestled a handful of times in NXT. Go check it out because the guy is doing some crazy stuff. So afterwards, you got Theory uh, and, and McMahon on the outside. And it's kind of where because like McMahon kind of like teases taking off his uh, his coat, suit coat, and then he does, and then he hops in the ring and stuff. And next thing you know, there's a referee there, and we we get another match. We get uh, Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, and this was crazy. Uh, you know, Vince what 75 years old at this point, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Vince in the ring uh, wasn't great. Like he, he's a guy that can't really take bumps, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, I mean, it was a little sloppy at times. Uh, Philip said it made no sense. I, I think part of this was too is remember when when this first came up was that there was talk that the match was going to be McAfee versus Vince McMahon. You know, it's all talking Vince. You're going to wrestle, and then they almost like swerve us, or maybe that was the plan all along. It's like they get the word out, hey. Tell everybody Vince McMahon's going to fight Pat McAfee at Mania. So we get all that. And then Vince McMahon goes on Pat's podcast. And then he says, well, I'm going to give you a, a WrestleMania match. And, um, of course, then what happens is, uh, yeah, I'll give you an opponent of your, you know, and it's Austin Theory. So they have the match. And then afterwards, you get Vince McMahon uh, with uh, taking on Pat McAfee. You get a lot of Austin uh, Theory interference and everything else. And then, um, and then Vince McMahon beats Pat McAfee by kicking a football into him. <laughs> Not making that up. Uh, that really happened. And then so they celebrate a little bit, you know, beat up uh, you know, McAfee and throw him on the outside. Then the glass breaks, and out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, Steve Austin uh, comes down, and, um, you know, he stuns, uh, stuns Austin Theory. And then he gives, um, you remember the first time Vince McMahon got stunned 
by Steve Austin and how awkward it was. Well, it was even worse. <laughs> Austin stunned McMahon a second time. Now, if McMahon was, you know, thought he was too close to the ropes or whatever else, or was just worried about taking the bump, but um, he, he, uh, McMahon's stunner uh, was not great. Um, but I will say this: Austin Theory's uh, stunner selling. <laughs> Phelps said he oversold it. It was like Razor Ramon esque with uh, the bounce and everything else, or, or the rock. That like, if you're gonna sell a stunner like that, that's how you need to stun it, uh, sell it. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was outstanding and stuff. But uh, yeah, Vince botched his. I think Steve Austin was laughing afterwards because he kind of knew what happened. Um, you know, maybe Vince just didn't really want to take the stunner or whatever. Not say not take it because obviously he said that, you know he's gonna take it, but. Just, uh, you know, worried about taking a bump at 75 years old. That's a brutal move to take. And, um, you know, but uh, afterwards you got the uh, beer with everything else. Um, so, uh, yeah, you had uh, <laughs> you had the beer bath with Steve Austin two nights in a row. And then he invites uh, Pat McAfee back in the ring. They toast everything else. And then, uh, and then McAfee getting stunned by Austin. And, uh, <laughs> oh man. And he sold it great too. You know, that dude had had a time of his life right there. Uh, you know, that's just to be a fan of it and then being involved in it and looking great while doing it with the performance and everything. Uh, then I loved it because he was outside the ring and he was pouring beer into as <laughs> he's laying on the ground. So looking forward to see what he says on SmackDown on Friday about the whole situation. Or maybe it'll show up tomorrow on raw but uh but the segment it was crazy because you had everybody going nuts for pat mcafee beating austin theory crowd was hot huge huge fire everything else and, and then you go to mcmahon versus pat mcafee it's almost like the, you know this is how they planned it and it's like you know what i'm just gonna you know do these terrible things people are gonna boo the heck out of austin theory and vince mcmahon and then uh, you get to Austin coming out, and then, of course, stunning Austin Theory, and then stunning McMahon, and then eventually stunning uh, Pat McAfee. But a, a very uh, cool moment there. And uh, just, uh, just a great WrestleMania moment, as bizarre as it was. Um, it, it was a weird night. Um, not a bad night. I mean, definitely night number one was better. But uh, but just uh, the stuff that happened here was just it's, it's stuff that's going to get the chatter. Um, you know, which is that they're going to talk about the Austin theory and and Pat McAfee and and McMahon stuff. That's going to get talked about, of course, Edge AJ Styles. And then uh, the other thing that's going to get uh, talked about uh, tonight is the main event of the evening, the unification match, the title unification match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And um, big introductions for both. You had that big match feel to it. And everything, and uh, these guys went toe to toe, and uh, you know he had a nice setup or early in the match on the outside with uh, Heyman kind of uh, leading Brock in with Reigns getting him the uh, spear through the uh, through the barricade. Uh, the only thing I don't like at the beginning part of the match, you know, they tease that hole, uh, you know, with Brock getting in and getting in at the uh, last second there, and um, it seemed at some point you know, they did the rough bump. He had. Uh, you had the title hit, uh, the low blow by Roman on the Brock and everything else. And then, um, you know, uh, Brock survived that, took Reigns to Suplex City, 
Uh, and then uh, he put the um, kimono on him. And I don't know if Reigns got uh, hurt there because uh, once uh, um, Heyman uh, got him to the ropes, which was very subtle, by the way, if Heyman pushing the ropes so Reigns can grab it, uh, him talking about the shoulder being out. But of course, that's awesome with the camera right there and setting up the uh, story. Uh, and then not too long after that, you had Reigns, um, or I should say Lesnar, going for an F5. Uh, Reigns hits the spear. One, two, three, and that was it. 12, 12 minutes into the match. I wasn't expecting it to be over that way, but it was decisive. Very decisive ending of that match. There was no you know, controversy or whatever. You know, Roman set up, or uh, Brock setting up for a move. Roman reverses it, hits the spear, and that is it. So I don't know if they cut it short. Because it seemed like it came out of nowhere, but the Phillips saying, "Yeah, I think the match was cut short." I thought so too. Just I figured that a few minutes left with uh, that match, considering time wise how they ended last night. So I don't know if uh, if Reigns was really hurt, but uh, he did do you know didn't seem to have any problem with his shoulder afterwards, and uh, and holding up uh, both titles and everything else. But uh, you know, it worth watching. Uh, probably uh, there are three matches at least at Mania. Uh, this is probably their best match. I mean, 31 was pretty good, too. Uh, the other match, not so great. But, uh, but yeah, Brock Lesnar losing the match. Sorry, Alicia, I can't tell you that he won. But, um, but uh, you know, Brock, uh, yeah, not winning that title there. So, yes, Roman did beat Brock. And, uh, you know, we didn't get either. It was um, The Rock to appear. So, I, you know, I don't know how long Roman's uh, reign's going to continue. Um, but uh, if he goes to next year, is he going to fight The Rock? Are we going to get that at SummerSlam? Uh, I don't know. But uh, Brock, very over. The crowd was hot. And, yes, Michael, um, I kind of agree with you. Uh, Brock's pop just as loud as Austin Taker. This was the best Brock that we really had. Um, the guy was just great the last couple of months when he's having fun. Uh, you could definitely tell he's doing his own promos and everything else. And, um you know, it's just a shame because uh, I don't know what's next for him. So between saying, yeah, darn it, what's Brock going to do now? I don't know. Maybe take some time off and come back. I mean, I hope he doesn't retire because, um, you know, it's, I, was just, I hate to see him uh, go away when, he, when, when he's not at his peak, but definitely his fun peak. This is, like I said, the funnest Brock. We had, they had the money in the bank and he's kind of holding it like a boom box. This has been the best Brock that we've uh, – had in a while. And then uh, Bertrand's saying that Roman has to lose that summer. Same. I don't know, Bertrand. He's going to hit two years uh, this summertime. But uh, yeah, maybe Brock comes back uh, this summer as well. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, Michael saying, you know, it was weird considering it looked like Rock's family's at ringside. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, unless they're, you know, at least you know, I got to save Rock for tomorrow because you would want him for Mania uh, for that big moment. But maybe we get him for SummerSlam. Or uh, whatever else. Alicia complaining Roman doesn't deserve the belt. He's so boring. Uh, he's a lot better now than um, the the other Brock. Everything else, um, you know. But what is next? Who is going to challenge uh, Roman Reigns? Uh, is it uh, who's going to challenge Reigns? Is it the Summer of Nightmares? Is it uh, is it Cody Rhodes going to challenge Roman Reigns? That would be a heck of a program. Could Cody be the guy to beat uh, beat Roman or uh, beat Roman Reigns? That'd be crazy. I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, of course, uh, the big fallout tomorrow 
on on Raw. So you know we'll see Reigns. Uh, I don't know if we'll see Brock. I mean, you know, we'll see Bianca Belair and uh, you know Becky Lynch probably cutting some sort of promo. We'll see what's up with Edge and AJ Styles and Damian Priest. Uh, and of course, the debut of Veer. That's uh, what we're looking for. Um, between the thought uh, the main event that we would see the uh, Usos get involved. The Usos were there at the beginning, and um, oh, she thought the Usos would retain and Roman would lose. Well, yeah, I would have been shocked. I would have been more shocked if Brock won uh, this match. I, I just felt like it was weird to hear the title unification thing. Because, I mean, I didn't think that Brock, you know, they didn't need the title going into this, but obviously they got some plans uh, for the summer. And I guess that means, um, you know, Roman's going to do both shows. It's probably what USA wants, probably what Fox wants, and more of a ratings thing because he does uh, move the needle when he's on Raw. So we'll see tomorrow. But uh, uh, a great WrestleMania overall, probably one of the best WrestleManias in years. I mean, Saturday, definitely the better night. Uh, than Sunday, but uh, how would you guys uh, rank this? Uh, I mean, we said eight out of ten last night. Uh, maybe I gave it a seven out of ten, seven out of five. I, th- I think overall would be uh, would be pretty uh, pretty good. Um, Michael saying overall better than last year, but definitely not as good as last night. Uh, too much in one night. Like I'm happy that you do the two night WrestleMania. So this is going to be the future. You know, for them to sell seventy thousand tickets in uh, two nights in a row. That, that's that's a lot of bucks right there. I don't know how many comps they had or or what they're doing, but uh, but a great WrestleMania. And, um, and Michael says six out of ten only because it was rushed. Are you just talking about tonight um, or overall? I mean, it did get rushed a little bit, but uh, I, I can forgive some of that because you, you did get Edge, AJ Styles, you did get uh, the McAfee, Austin Theory, McMahon thing. Um, the the uh, Triple Threat Tag Team match, the uh, the main event. I mean, if you get some solid matches on that. And he is ranking tonight. Um, you know, it was, you know, I, I'm just going to stick with my seven. But uh, there you go. Uh, Alicia, yes, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, recap tonight. Patrine's asking, who will be Veer's opponent? I don't know. Um, somebody. Um, I don't know. I'm try- trying to think on the Ross side, you know, who, who's been fodder for talent. As of late, uh, who he can crush? Hey, is it going to be like Apollo Cruz because they, they fought many times on main event and everything else? So uh, we'll see with that. I uh, you know he's not going to fight Omas. Um, <laughs> I think he's got to fight somebody that can go. I, I have been watching um, Veer Russell on main event. If he got Peacock on there, and you go watch that, and he does wrestle uh, pretty much every week. Uh, it's been Apollo Crews a lot. It's been a few other people and stuff, but uh, we'll see. Um, does the Bloodline have new members, women tag team champions? Uh, I don't know if they're going to go that way, Brenda. That's a good question with Naomi and Sasha being champions. And, uh, of course, Naomi part of the Bloodline. They could. That could be interesting because um, they haven't brought her in part of that uh, Bloodline yet. But that could be an interesting uh, direction that they can go in. Uh, very good question on that. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, probably on uh, Fridays where you're going to show up because they've been a part of uh, SmackDown for a while and just got to figure out who the heck is going to challenge him. All right, there you go. That's your WrestleMania 38 review. Holy cow, 38 of these things, man. I started as a wrestling fan before WrestleMania 2, back when I was a British Bulldogs fan. 
And I was uh, so excited about uh, about them winning the tag team championship. You know, the the cool thing is, uh, back then being a wrestling fan, you know, like there wasn't really a pay per view concept yet. Everything was closed circuit. But in the summer of '86, uh, you had a uh, Showtime used to sell or show the uh, two minute condensed two hour condensed version of WrestleMania two, and I watched that a number of times, and that really made me uh, a big fan and stuff. And here we are, all these years later. Man, I'm old. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for watching again. We are Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. However you're uh, doing it tonight, ESPR 99. Um, and appreciate the follow. Appreciate the uh, support there. Uh, anywhere you listen to Wrestling Podcast. You can find us anywhere. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, uh, of course, the uh, Fox and FM99's websites, 1069fox.com, FM99.com, under the media tab. And also, um, Sarah popping in. The, you know, she's a little late to the story. AJ or Edge won their match. Uh, it was Edge, Sarah, winning the match. Um, AJ was just, by the way, tremendous match. Uh, AJ was distracted by Damian Priest, who was on the outside. Didn't get involved physically, but enough of a presence to distract AJ and Edge uh, won that match, but an outstanding match. Uh, and there's a new faction with Edge and Damian Priest and probably some others. We'll see you over time. Uh, Brenda, thank you so much for watching. And uh, I can appreciate everybody checking in. I do want to change at some point um, the coverage. And we're going to do live at this, but uh, take more interactive on our uh, Facebook page with uh, some Twitter stuff too that WWE posts throughout the show. So I'm trying to get that for the next pay-per-view, which is coming up, which will be WrestleMania Backlash. And the date of that show, by the way, in case you're wondering when WrestleMania Backlash is going to be, will be on May 8th. So uh, that is uh, coming up, yeah, just over a month from now. So, uh, Mike, you, Michael, thanks for uh, checking in. Sarah, thanks for uh, checking in as well. And, yeah, I thought the AJ Styles would win too, but I think this program is going to continue. Uh, again, tremendous match that they had. So, uh, by the way, if you're new to the show, you can, you can check us out at 1069fox.com or f99.com under the media tab. Or anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search ESPR Wrestling. And uh, check out some old interviews. Uh, we've interviewed Drew McIntyre has been on the show. Seth Rollins has been on the show. Paul Heyman, in character, on the show. Tremendous interview. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry, since he's been in AEW, he's been on the show too. So make sure you uh, you guys uh, check that out. And uh, tomorrow, uh, depending timing-wise how it goes, um, might do a uh, Raw review of the year, uh, Raw t- review about tomorrow's show because it's usually the best show of the year. Uh, if not, it'll be a audio version and I will do a full audio version of WrestleMania review uh, next uh, couple of days with all my notes and everything else. Again, appreciate you guys all checking in. Have a great night. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. We'll see you later, everybody. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>